episode 62, Pound Board Gaming. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And Emily. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletop, RPGs, ventures, but always about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and with me this week is my wife, Emily. I'm Emily. Hey, Emily, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 62 of The Games We Play. This week is a quarantine special, so we're just going to do a a nice quick run-by where we're going to be talking about the games that Emily and I have played this week. We're going to do a something new. We're going to do a year in review. We're going to go back and look at the podcast from a year ago and see maybe what's relevant or not relevant. And that should take us through the rest of the episode. So Emily, um, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks since we've talked to you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for coming on. So Emily, how's your gaming goals going for the year? Uh, They're going great. I have played 151 games and 63 of them are unique. Hey, very cool. So I'm trucking right along. And your goal's 200? 200. Wow. We're, I mean, you're going to get it. I don't know. It's it's going to be touch and go for a while. <laughs> oh, man. The last uh, <laughs> month or, or so has been a little rough, but we'll get there. Yeah. I'm up to 194 games. 71 of those are unique. So got a few plays in here in the last week. Uh, maybe not as much as I want to, but, you know, life's been busy. It's always busy. Yeah, but this is extra busy. Yeah, work's been busy for you. Yeah, so that's our gaming goals. So let's let's move right into this here, Emily. So this last couple of weeks, we played some games. So what what's on your list first for you, a game you want to talk about? Uh, well, we played Jaws of the Lion, which I don't think I've talked about with you. Uh, we did with the Jaws of the Life on episode sixty. We oh, we had just started oh, did it. it- we had just started. Had we played it? Yeah, I think we had. Oh, okay. Well, we did played a few more scenarios on that. Yeah, we we unlocked all the outside of the intro stuff, so we got all the the full experience if you. Well, at least you did, because you know I played Gloomhaven, be able mm-hmm. to play that. So, what do you think now that you you got to level up your character, got new oh. stuff, and you got all your cards? Uh, what's your thoughts on it? I really liked it. I can't wait to play it again. I like the storyline that goes with it. And I really like fighting the enemies in the dungeon. And they're, they've all been different. Each scenario, the enemies mm-hmm. are different, which I like that, that it kind of switches it up and you're not fighting the same thing over and over and over. It really does. And it, it goes with the storyline. It does. The yeah. enemies that are there fit like what's happening in the story. Correct. Yeah, some kind of supernatural stuff might be going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even objectives, right? So it's not just, hey, I'm going to go in and slash and kill all these guys. There's actually different objectives that go on, which is kind of cool too. I really like that. Kind of it, it makes it more unique and less repetitive, I would say. Yeah. I also like playing with the same character each time that you get to know it's uh, your own abilities and you can grow those and use them in different ways. I like that you're not starting over fresh each time mm-hmm. with a character that you have to learn how to play. Yeah. And, and you kind of, you learn and you you memorize basically the cards you have. Right. At least that's what, it feels like that to me when I play. It's, okay. You become one with the character. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, <laughs> I really like though that your character has a, like a unique thing about them. Yeah. That when you're playing 
and I see you do something or you see me do something like, oh, that's really cool. But we both have our cool things we can do. Right. Yeah. But there's also things we can't do too. Like the specific character that I have, we can, I'm not very good at range things. Sure. I have to, I am more up in your face with my swords and bombs and stuff. (laughs) You do have bombs. I mean, you wouldn't be called the demolitionist if you didn't have bombs. But yeah, you get to blow stuff up and you do extra damage if you you have guys up against the wall. Mm -hmm. I guess that probably means they have more collateral damage as they hit it. I, I thematically, I guess. Oh yeah. But that's really cool. And and my 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 guy is called Hatchet. Um he is a range character so he does a lot of bow and shooting people. I think he throws hatchets probably. <laughs> More like it, but Obviously. One of my main cards that everything kind of synergizes around is called it's called the favorite. That's right. It's called the favorite and basically you get a hatchet that you throw at people yeah. and if that hatchet's on them, I get to do increased damage and some other cards trigger off of it. If they hold my hatchet, I can do some other cool things. So I have my favorite hatchet. Right. And well, once, technically, don't you think the hatchet's stuck in them? Yeah, I think that's what it is. <laughs> and then when they die, it's on the ground. So then you have to go pick it up off of their dead body. Um, well, there you go. It sounds gruesome, but it's really cool. Very thematic like that. Unique. Kind of unique. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with the Jaws of the Lion, the Gloomhaven. Yes, Raven. I'm excited to play it again. And I believe it's back in stock. I think you can get it online right now on Target. So if, if you've been looking for it, and I believe if you have the target red card you can get 15 percent off it so i think it comes down to 15 i thought it was five percent 15 percent oh okay there's a coupon yeah there's a coupon okay what, what do they call it Sweet. like the the circle or yeah target circle yeah whatever it's called you can do that online now, on right? the app yeah they moved it so you can do on use those online too i believe those coupon okay. things anyway you get 15 percent off and i think it comes out to 42 dollars plus free shipping which Sweet. is kind of a steal for this game i think yeah it's worth it Get it. Yeah. Do it now. So I'm glad you're having fun with it. It was kind of a risk to have you try it, but I'm really glad you're you're enjoying yeah. it. Um, yeah. I think this is kind of your first foray into a true dungeon crawler type game, although this is a little more unique to your average dungeon crawler. Right. But yeah, there's something for everybody, and it kind of... I do really like how it steps you through it, so it just doesn't throw you into the jaws of the lion, if you will, mm-hmm. and then just expect <laughs> you to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. Very cool. Um, For me, so we played Zolkin. Oh, yes. Zolkin? Is that how you say it? I guess. T-Z-O-L-K-I-N. It's a silent T? To Zolkin? To Zolkin? I don't know. I, I, yeah. Zolkin. Zolkin? Zolkin? That's how I've heard of it called. Zolkin? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Zolkin the Mayan calendar. I apologize if I'm... Who knows? If you... (laughs) I was going to say, write in if you know... Well, that doesn't help us. No, it does not help. <laughs> I'm sure there's some clue on how it somewhere. On I'm the sure. I'm sure we're saying it wrong. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, this is a game Emily got for me for my birthday. What six months ago? Yes. So we finally got it out to play. You know, this one surprised me. I, I've, a lot of people have talked about how they like this game. So this is a worker placement game, which we like our worker placement games. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you know it's called the Mayan calendar, so it's a Mayan um, South American type theme. And what's really unique about this game is the components. So the board is made up of how many wheels? Six wheels? Yeah, six wheels because there's five and then the big one, right? You're right. There's five. Five gears and then a big one. So Boom. there's six. Boom. So there's six wheels. 
on on the board game, well, when it comes in the box, basically there's pieces of this board of the board game, and they're they're kind of like puzzles. So you put them together, and on each piece, there's either one or two wheels on it. And by when I mean wheels, I'm, I'm talking these big plastic, uh, like three inch diameter for the small ones. And it's a plastic wheel, and it kind of looks like... A gear. They're gears. Yeah, a gear, like a cog. You know, you have cogs and mm-hmm. a gear. And then there's this really big one in the middle. And the big one has all this um, decoration on it, kind of imprint, embossed. I don't know, it's plastic, but it's of the calendar. And what it's supposed to represent is the full calendar year. So it has all the markings of all the months and the days, and... Throughout the game, this big gear is going to be turning one spot every round. Well, it couldn't turn two, but um, the idea is once it gets one full revolution, it's been a full year. And every time this big wheel turns, it turns all the smaller wheels attached to it. And what these wheels do is they all have special actions associated with them. So one's all about resources. One's about building things. One's about... um, making sacrifices and to the gods and getting up the temple and stuff like that, getting favor or whatever. So there's kind of themes to each wheel. And on your turn, it's really basic for your actions. You basically either put guy, workers on the wheels, you take them off, and that's it, right? Those are the two actions you do on your mm-hmm. turn. And you can only do one of them. So you can't put guys on and then take them off or take guys and put on the same term. You're really having to plan ahead. So you have to set yourself up for future turns. And the really cool thing here is you're putting your guys on these circles on the gears. And so as the turns move, the gears are moving. Thus, your character is moving to a new action spot in that wheel. And as you could probably surmise, each spot on these wheels get better with the action. So you put it down on the very basic uh, first starting spot. It costs nothing or really cheap for you, but the actions are really weak. Now you can put it on the higher spots, but it costs an arm and a leg to get there. And so you kind of have to balance that with your resources and be able to afford to put them there and set yourself up for future turns. And it's really Really unique, very unique. I haven't seen mm-hmm. that quite in an action, um, in a worker placement games. So that's that's really neat. So you have that kind of sliding scale with your action and your workers, and you take the action as you take the worker off of the spot that they happen to be in front of, right? So you can put it on the zero and let it sit there for six rounds and get up to the highest spot, or you could, you know, pull, grab them out on turn two and grab it from the the two action spot. However you want to do it, but. There's a lot of costs associated with it. Resources are hard to get in this game. Yeah. And then four times throughout the game, you have to feed your workers corn. And so you have to make sure that you have enough corn for the food day. That's rough because you lose victory points. (laughs) Uh, If you don't feed your workers. (laughs) And you can do negative victory points in this game. That's like a test. It's tough. It's really tough, but there's technology you can, there's these technology tracks. That's what one of the wheels do. They allow you to uh, progress on the technology track. So these technology tracks give you bonuses on the other wheels. So if you move up the technology track, maybe the one that gives you resources now starts giving you bonus corn 
when you get your you take your actions or one gives you special actions when you build buildings and the buildings also give you special uh, bonuses where you maybe you don't have to feed your workers as much or they give you one-time bonuses and there's um other resources that you can get such as gold and iron and and whatnot and those resources are used to you know up yourself in the temple and blah 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 and those give you victory points you know it's just it's really a euro game i mean it's a work classic your worker placement where you're getting a bunch of victory points and there's a lot of ways to get victory points and you have to try to figure out how to how to navigate and manage that um really interesting very crunchy mm-hmm. um a lot of planning ahead oh my word it's it's a little stressful. I'm not going to lie. Going into this game, I was not prepared. <laughs> you really need to be prepared for this game. This is an older game. Now, it's 2013 game, I think. Oh. And I've heard so many things about this game. Uh, mostly recent in the last year, a lot of people talk about this. So, I thought it was a newer game. I thought it was new, too. No, it turns out it's an older game. Let me check uh, just to make sure. And it's not cheap. It isn't. Surprise, surprise. Uh, he, all those big plastic gears. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2012. Came out in 2012. 2012. 7.9 on BGG. It's a 3.66 weight. <laughs> what does the 7.9 mean? Uh, 7.9 out of 10 for oh. ranking. Oh, okay. Um, so the overall rank on BGG, so out of the tens of thousands of games or whatever, 39th overall and 33rd in strategy. Um, and then with that weight complexity... Yeah, it's 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 pretty heavy. A lot heavier than I thought it was going in, but I really liked it. It was a really neat game. I liked it too. I definitely want to play again because I played it all wrong. Oh, I did too. When we played. You, well, you had that track that you're trying to get on, the technology track. Then you have the favor with the gods that you're trying to oh, do. Oh, my word. And then you're trying to build buildings. Oh, my word. By those cards. Or the monuments. Or structures or, yeah, monuments. Uh-huh. And then you're also placing your workers. You have to figure out what space you need to get to to make sure you have enough corn to feed your workers and what special things you want to do and get resources. And it's a lot going on. You have to think minimum of two turns ahead because you're you're even on the the main big dial it tells you how it, there's a number printed on it. it tells you how many days until the next food day there is and so it might be four ahead and you're like okay i got five workers that means i need 10 corn right well, how I am start- i gonna do that so you actually have to work your way backwards from four turns ahead at least right. to figure out how you're going to get your 10 corn. I started kind of just saving once I got enough corn to feed my workers for the next food day. I started setting that aside so that I would have enough corn. Gotcha. So that I would make sure. Gotcha. Planning ahead that way. Mm-hmm. Then I could do whatever I wanted. That's definitely one strategy. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's the best way to go. But. I didn't take that strategy, but after, so this was our first time playing. But after how many hours did we play this? It was like two hours. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> after two hours. It was definitely at least two hours. I think it was about two hours. After two hours, we ended up with a tie game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even like the tiebreakers were a tie. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, even the tiebreakers were a tie. It was actually kind of humorous. It, and uh, all I want to be like, all right. I want to play this again. Humorous and frustrating all at the same time. Not that I don't like tying with you. <laughs> it was just a whole lot of work for nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just tough. 
it was just tough because you yeah you you set up a turn and you set you you get all your workers off and take all these actions and then you're like oh I have to put all these guys on and oh all these spots are blocked and I don't have a lot of corn so there's only two spots I can afford and then next turn you don't really necessarily want to take them off because they're not good so then you spend two turns trying to get all your workers on it's it's tough I yeah. Yeah. yeah, but all I can say is go look at Board Game Geek at this. The table presence on this is fabulous. Look at other player submitted pictures. People have painted those wheels, and they oh they painted them. Yeah, some people painted them and made them look stone like or oh, metal like. Cool. They look awesome. There's just this vanilla. Yeah. cream colored plastic pieces and there's some really cool detail mosaic detail that has that mayan um artwork you've probably seen it before you know uh, in school mm-hmm. or whatnot it has that printed on those dials but it's all the same color so it's very right. difficult to see and some people basically just painted it it looks like they just um based it with black maybe did a black wash and then they did some highlights on the raised and it just pops you can see all the 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 pictures mm-hmm. of the you know the diagram anyway mm-hmm. check it out on bgg it's really cool are you gonna paint ours i don't know maybe it paint looks our like- dials <laughs> this would be Corey. this is Corey's like <laughs> Corey's dream come true this is Corey's painting dream <laughs> I like dials. Not only dials, I like but dials. Uh, painting them. No, it's really cool. I think this would actually be pretty easy to paint and make it look good without a lot of uh, expertise or a lot of detail. You know, like I said, you just backwash it and then uh, highlight the the raised parts and re- make it really pop. And uh, heck, somebody just did like black paint and then on some of the, on some of the diagrams or the pictures, they they painted it red and then blues and just really pops anyway really cool all right so that was zolkin overall emily you liked it yeah you played again i liked it i'm not gonna say it's definitely not in my top 10 but i think i might have a better opinion of it after i play it again yeah it's it's one of those games that you're it's gonna take a few to just even really get a handle on the best way to play it mm-hmm. before you can even start enjoying it. It's one of those. It's really crunchy. So I warn you, but there's a lot there, a lot of strategy, and I really like the theme. Very cool. And those wheels. I mean, holy cow. That was, it's so cool. It very, is cool. Very innovative. It's very unique, yes. For a eight-year-old game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently that we just are getting a hold of. Apparently. All right. That was Zulkian. That was TZ. Silent T. Apparently. Maybe. O- maybe. O- I don't know. K <laughs> apostrophe I N the Mayan calendar. Check it out. All right, Emily, last game on our list that we talk about for playing. What was it? Days of Steam. Right. Days of Steam. Yes, it was. So what's this one about? So this was a tile laying game that you are building train tracks. The, the tracks are on the tiles. So you're building train tracks from city to city. To shuttle resources on your trains from city to city, you have to match up the colors. Mm-hmm. It, but to get onto the tracks, you have to have the, the right amount of steam to get there. So you get steam by laying your tiles. It's on the tile. There's numbers on the tiles. Yep. And so you build up steam by building tracks, and then you get to spend it by moving your train mm-hmm. to get the commodities where they need to go. 
Yeah, and then on your turn, you only get to do one thing, right? You can't just put right. tiles Right. You either have to lay a just... tile or move your train. Yep. Pretty basic. It is pretty basic. We played with our six-year-old son, and he he did a fairly good job at it. I mean, he did beat us. Yeah, he... <laughs> no, you won. I'm just... No, I'm just... Oh, yeah, that's right. He was he, very close. He could have won. He could have. He got a <laughs> bad dice roll, but... <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> if if not for that dice roll, he would have definitely won. I mean, he had the good in hand to give him twelve points, and then he just had to play two tiles and, oh, there's, and connect them. There's so many good life lessons learned. Well, oh, at yes. the game table, yes, we did. <laughs> um, so this is an old game. It came out in 2009. It's not really highly rated on BGG. Now I'm looking, it's like five thousand four hundred seventy-eight. So this is nothing super special it's definitely an old game i mean the artwork's not like terribly yeah. fancy or anything but this was a uh not a thrift store but it was a consignment store from half price bookstore it was seven dollars yeah i was like okay so Perfect. seven dollars i'll try it out it's a train game i saw the tiles and i was sold <laughs> <laughs> it was i like tiling you do. <laughs> it was surprisingly fun. I actually really did enjoy this game. Yeah. I, I, it's not really, I'm not a big train person, right? But there, people are in the trains. Uh, train um, people are in the trains. Son. Yes. <laughs> he came home and saw the bo- game. <laughs> he saw the game. He's like, what's this? He loves trains. Oh, my word. So, he wanted to get it out and lay out all the tiles just to make trains and stuff. I'm like, okay. Just to build the tracks. Yes, it's true. He did that. But it was it was a lot of fun. It's pretty basic. It's not too hard. It does play two to four players. Plays in like a half an hour to hour. Um, Pretty good family game. Um, Not too complex, but there's some definitely some strategy yeah. there. Because using that steam, if you go around corners and you use too much steam, there's a possibility of derailing and that's where we were talking about the die roll so depending on how much steam you use i.e how fast you're going if you hit a curve on your movement on your turn you have to roll a dice and it's uh total steam minus two i guess and then you roll a dice and it has to be over that so like we were talking about earlier denver rolls a die he needs to roll two through six to be fine he rolls a one <laughs> Um, if he hadn't done that, he definitely would have yeah. won because he would have been able to connect um, two of the towns to get an extra victory point, and he would have had his 13 in the game. Mm-hmm. But he derailed, and then on my turn, I was able to pick up and deliver because I would built up steam, and the rest was history. But it was fun. I, I like it that you're actually using the tiles that you're laying for another purpose, for like Carcassonne. Oh, yeah. You're building roads, but you never... It, the roads are just roads. You don't use them for a car or, or anything. So definitely or, some... Horse and buggy. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely some strategy there because any player can use those tiles. So you don't want right. to set up another player because you can't move on the same turn you're playing it. So, hey, if I put this tile down, you know, I don't necessarily want to help somebody. But I also need steam, so I can't move anyway. It, it, there's a lot of strategy in this game. Um, but it's not really terribly difficult. It is out of print, so I apologize talking this game up. But it is out of print. But I think I did see a used copy on Amazon. Somebody was selling. I think it was under twenty dollars. And heck, I find this at at a consignment store. You never know. This is the kind of game that you would find on Craigslist, or you'd find 
um, uh, you'd find online people selling old copies or garage sale or something like that. So um, that's why I wanted to throw it out there because it was pretty available and cheap and actually kind of fun. Definitely a game I'm going to take to work. I think this would play very well, you know, sometime. Someday. Whenever we can if get. If you ever go back to work. Whenever we get back to work. <laughs> so, yep. So that was Days of Steam. Not to be. Choo-choo! Con- <laughs> not to be confused with, I think. Age of Steam. Age of Steam or Steam. I think it came out the same year. And the boxes look similar. The yes, fun. they really do. <laughs> Uh, you know, Steam did come out the same year. So, Days of Steam and Steam, two completely different publishers, and both games you're putting down tiles. Now, when you're putting down hexagonal tiles, there's like a whole economy system, and it is pickup and delivery, but it's a little far more complex and crunchy. It came out the same year. One's called Days of Steam, one's called Steam. So, <laughs> um, I believe Steam is like a really highly, yeah, it's a top 100. We have it. Yeah, we do. I but we have not played it. Because it's because it plays three to five players. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's a 3.5 complexity. It's a little crunchy. But uh, Steam is is 114th overall for strategy. So okay. it's a highly rated game. It's just it is very crunchy. All right. Good Who stuff. knows when we'll get to play it because we don't have a third player. <laughs> I know, but I grabbed it just in case because it is a really good game. And You got I, that one used, right? I got it from... Yeah, I yeah. got it from... From Half Price Books, I think it was $15. That's the place to go. Such a steal for a really yeah. good game that's out of print. But yeah. uh, All right, that's enough train talk. So, um, <laughs> so I was looking back at our the podcast from a year ago. It was episode 10. And I just want to kind of quickly revisit it because I think it's kind of funny when I did. Um, last year, Corey, Chris, and I had an episode where we, we talked about... Um, Hot shots. We get, we reviewed hot shots. Uh, I believe we did not give it a very good review. I don't think so. I don't think it was very good. But um, one thing that did come to mind is Chris played the Great Del Moody. He had talked about that card game, and he had talked about his love about introducing games to new people. And so the context of this one is, I believe they he had played Great Del Moody with his now wife Jamie and her family for the first time. His wife as of this last weekend. Yeah. So I, it's just that it was kind of funny because I believe they had just, um, you know, started dating yeah. and played games and stuff. That was about a year ago. So he had just introduced that with their family and had a lot of fun with that. And um, congratulations, Chris. He, yes. he did get married. We it are was, so happy for them. It was a beautiful wedding. Um, weather cooperated because the the ceremony was outside and so, um, so was part of the reception. And it downpoured like poured poured for maybe 10 minutes but it was at, right after and then it cleared up and yeah it was a really nice night and a lot of fun yeah great to see everybody mm-hmm. it was nice to do something normal <laughs> yes uh it was just nice to chat with some people face to face um but anyway yep so that was uh i just thought that was kind of funny from last year uh, also Corey talked about Century Golem Edition. I think he had just we had played that at work, and then I talked about Wave Breaker, which was this kids toy puzzle game, solo game. That was pretty fun. Picked that up like we picked up super cheap at like a thrift store, consignment store too. I believe it was half price bookstore. Yeah, just I'm all about getting <laughs> stuff for cheap. So I guess we're just advertising for them. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. That's funny. it's a great place to. Search out hidden gems. It can be. Yeah, it's hit or miss sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, you yeah, know, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Got to 
a decent game for that's eight part bucks. of the fun is the hunt or the digging through the stuff to find hunt. things <laughs> um, not like the dvd bin at walmart but no. <laughs> that's just all trash you're not gonna find anything right. in there all right well that's about time for us emily um okay yeah unless there's anything else you want to talk about I don't believe so. Okay. Is there anything you really want to get to the table today? Or I mean this week? <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know. I've really been hankering to get Zulkin to the table. And we finally, I just pulled it out one night and said, we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're reading the rules and putting all that. We get to assemble the wheels and all that stuff. And doing that got me even more excited because like, this is really, really cool. We'll yeah. have to figure something out. Yeah. I don't know what other games... Um. Uh, Megaland. I know that's a that's a Ryan Lockett game, and I really like his style. That's uh like near and far and above and below, which we've played. Mm-hmm. We have. I really like that art style. It's supposed to be a pretty available game. Like supposed to be something like you're in a video game or something like that. It was a Target exclusive. We had got it on clearance. Um, wouldn't mind playing that. It's a pretty easy card game from what I heard. Um, wouldn't mind switching up a little bit since we played a lot of crunchy games recently. Yeah, we need to lighten the mood. Just a little bit. Um, and then I'm sure we still have plenty of uh, games still in shrink wrap. So I'm sure. <laughs> and we still got to get that unique game count up. So Oh, my word. Oh, yeah. what I said 150, didn't I? I thought you said at the beginning of the year, I'm pretty sure you said 125 unique games for you. Oh, half. Yeah. So I'm literally halfway to it because I'm at 71, right? Oh, okay. Oh, boy. Ooh. Yeah, that's not great. What did... We'll have to start pulling out our, our favorites that we haven't played yet this year. Might have to. Holy cow. So hopefully everybody else is doing well. I know yeah. it's quarantine, isolation sometimes for some Week of us. Week 500. <laughs> Stressful sometimes. Yes. But I hope everybody's doing well, getting games out. Um, yeah. Yes. Let us know. Um, we are a couple weeks out, hopefully, from switching over to our new hosting. So a couple weeks out, hopefully, from doing this live. So that'll be exciting. Um, Emily's schedule's kind of getting more normalized, so Finally-ish. that's kind of nice. <laughs> it makes it a little easier for us to play games in the evenings, it actually, because really you've actually been around most yeah. evenings, finally, so we've been able, that's why we've been able to get some games in. Yeah, it's really nice being home at night. I really want to play some Gloomhaven, but <laughs> we got to get some new games in. <laughs> Jaws of the Lion or the no, actual game? No, Jaws of the Lion. Okay. Like, I want to get through that. I mean, it's only 25 scenarios. I know. 26 scenarios or something like that. So We'll have to go every other or something. Might have to. Or it'll be the dessert for the night, if you will. Yes. Not the main entree. Right. Two games in one night. Oh, boy. Oh, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if sure I have the stamina for that. <laughs> anywho anyway all right well thanks thanks emily for joining i believe when i talked to chris he will be back next week i don't he they're not going on a honeymoon quite right now just with everything going on yeah um i think they plan on doing that a little later but uh, i believe chris will be back um Corey's schedule's freeing up a little bit i believe with uh sports and stuff so he might be able to be available um shout out to Corey if uh if you want to be on that um pound sign <laughs> pound uh reach out pound give us a call <laughs> pound do you want to play pandemic season one yeah 
We were talking about that at the wedding, trying to get. We, need we to get that definitely need to get that back to the table. Yep. <laughs> Pound. Too many games, not enough time. <laughs> Pound. Get on. Get on your schedule. Pound. Shelf of shame. Yeah. Well, pound. See pound. Play the pandemic in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Pound. Uh, better. Pound. See you next week. <laughs> pound. Have a good week. And if this doesn't make sense, go listen to last uh, two weeks ago. No, what? Last week. Go listen to last week, episode sixty-one. You'll see what we're talking about. Oh, Love yeah. you, Chris. Uh, anyway, well, we do appreciate you listening. Uh, this was episode sixty-two. Uh, please join us next week for episode sixty-three with Chris and and or maybe. Corey. Until next time from the games you play, I am Brian. And I'm Emily. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.